You're God. Yeah. Wow. This is a podcast that we I quit. <laughs> make introductions for. We or don't. actually we don't. We don't. You yeah. just kind of shoot them. from the hip as it comes on. <laughs> this is the introduction to a podcast. Go on. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And that is all. Do we do anything on this podcast? All we do is make intros. This is you have been formally this is the introduced. intro podcast. <laughs> Welcome to intro. If you anyone out there needs an intro to your podcast, I'm your guy. <laughs> no one is going to call you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Make Believe Heroes, an actual play, 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure. I'm your Dungeon Master. My name is Paul, and I'm joined tonight by four friends of mine. Hey, guys, this is Jeremy, and I play Saul. I'm Jeffrey, and I play Sir Vance Off the Wall. I'm Felicia, and I play Misk. How's everybody doing? Doing well? Nervous. Nervous. I normally don't get apprehensive about recordings. Yeah, I'm apprehensive as well. I'm indifferent. We know. Jeffrey, get get the heck out. Just <laughs> Who get are out. You? We're gonna do some podcast stuff and you're all ready to hear it. So before we do that, we got a couple quick things. The first thing is we want to read one of our five star reviews for you. Review it. We have a new five-star <laughs> review tonight from one of our listeners. This is from Hit the Street. Hit That's it. what I'm going to do. I saw like Mon, like Hit the Street Mon, but I just realized that Mon was Monday. <laughs> Monday. Uh, which I'm, I'm joking. I know what it was. This five-star review is entitled Absolutely Amazing. Love having this hilarity to listen to while I suffer through work. They will make you laugh, cry, and question their sanity. Clean and has amazing banter and storytelling. Thank you very much. Hit the street. Uh, we are, so, well, you know, we're sorry. I guess for being so insane. We love you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sorry. You're welcome. We're glad we could help you get through those tough work hours and uh, keep listening. Thank you so much for the five star review. Hopefully, you won't hate us after this specific episode. Oh Whoa. my god! Whoa, that is what's going to happen. That is inflammatory, this, sir. I've already like already hated to record because I just I got the bad feelings in my stomach, you know. Okay, uh, Felicia, I'm going home. I'm flipping I out. You, I need you to leave the room. Ah, but I don't want it. I will send you. I will send a text to the NBH chat when you guys are clear to return. Vance, you are standing near a campfire somewhere east of. The home of Kellen, Elamir, and Grenuncle Dimble. You recognize this exact campsite. You remember when you and Kellen and Guy and Lark were trying to figure out if you could ascertain Jim's patron. You also remember the lemur that you can see sitting there being cooked over the flame. Zabumafu. Sitting across from you, looking at you wide eyed and surprised. Is Lorik Darkbolt? Sir, Sir Vance. I, it's it's good to see you. I I made some lemur. Do you want, do you want to try it? What are you doing here? 
Well, how is this possible? I'm trying to perfect how to make a lemur. Do you want to try some? I came to the astral plane. You should not be here. I... You murdered our friend and joined that evil dragon. I've been here a long time. What are you doing here? How did you get here? I, I, I came here, well, after you killed me. Um, Servance, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I've been, I've been wanting to tell you, uh, I'm sorry. I know I hurt Guy, and I, I, that would hurt you, and that was wrong. That was wrong. You killed Guy. You didn't hurt him. You killed him. And you joined the side of evil. I didn't know. I, I, I was lying. You know. I was lying to her. I know. What are you talking about? I tried to trick her. I, I, I was unconscious after you killed Guy and joined her in whatever that was. You don't know. Oh, surveillance. I... I... I tried to trick her so I could get inside of her shield. And when I got inside of her shield, I blew myself up. And her. It hurt. I think. This can't be true. I don't know. That's been a long time ago, though. Where is Guy? Oh, you haven't found him yet? Where is he? I, he's not here. Where is he? I, I spent the first... Well, I guess it's been a long time. Short time? I don't know. I've been looking for him for a long time, but he's nowhere here. I've talked to everyone and been everywhere here. Where is here? This is the astral plane. Really, this is Fallen Grove, though. I wanted to come back here and perfect Lemur. So Guy is not here? I haven't found him. Then where is he? Uh, I I don't know. I didn't know where you were. I'm kind of surprised you're here. Why? You don't feel like the other ones. I don't... I don't know that you... I forced my way to this plane, looking for Guy to bring him back after what you did. Oh. You're not supposed to be here. Um, Sir Vance, tell, tell me something, Sir Vance. Are you, are, you, are, are you sitting down? Are you standing up? Like, where are you at in relation to Larrick right now? Well, you said I was across the bonfire, so I'm just standing there. Standing there. Okay. Um, you're not... You're not supposed to be here. No, I don't have a lung. Oh. You're supposed to be... What were we trying to do? Save the tree. Did you... Did you save the... No. I know you didn't save the tree. You should... You should go do that, though. The tree is dead. As soon as Sir Vance says the words, the tree is dead, the scene changes around you, and you are both standing in the grove in front of the tree. The dead tree? Yes. It's dark. But somehow there is still some kind of light that's allowing you to see. But you're back there in the grove, standing in front of the tree. There is a mound of earth in front of it with two swords sticking out of it. Lord walks over and like touches one of the swords and kind of looks at it for a minute and he looks over his shoulder and smiles at Servants. it's it's okay it's okay and he walks over to the tree and like puts his hand on it I just don't understand how this is possible 
Are you, are you still, you're, you're still trying to, to help Manumi, right? I haven't been doing anything but trying to bring back Guy. Oh. Well, you think, you think maybe Paylor could help? He never helped before. You think maybe he had a reason? Should have let me know. Hmm. You're not the same, Vance. How does Vance feel about that? About not being the same? About Lark telling him he's not the same. Not good. In what way? I mean, he's having to process a lot right now to begin with, but... He is. Uh, I just I just wonder, what is Vance's guttural reaction to seeing Lark? Is he angry or confused? I mean, I know he was confused, but what about now? Especially since Lark's like, oh, it's it's fine. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it. It was just an accident. Everything is fine. I mean, he, he didn't say it was an accident. Yeah, that's true. He was like, I didn't mean to hurt Guy. He, he said that. I mean, Sir Vance is still pretty angry at Lorik, but there's nothing he can do about it at this point. Of course, I'm not the same after everything that happened. How could I be the same? After you killed Guy, and at what I thought, joined the side of evil, what was I supposed to do? With Paylor doing absolutely nothing to help when he was supposed to be the one who I thought sent us on this great quest and in the end it was all a lie (sighs) Sir Vance he turns around and like leans on the tree what I did was nope it was wrong but Sir Vance is Sir Vance is wise and and strong Sir Vance is really strong he makes it so people aren't afraid and and he leads and he's He's trust in Paylor, and you can't. There's Servants I know wouldn't just give it up. He wouldn't stop. Maybe you you're right for looking for a guy, but maybe you should have known you'd see him again anyway when the time was right. He turns around real quick. I don't know everything that's happened to you. I I don't. I don't see, I don't see you or hear about you. Really, I've, I've wondered from time to time, but you're, you're scarred and you, that sword shouldn't be here. And there's a shadow in your eyes and all all I know to say is the servants I know is strong and brave and good and and you should you should trust and seek for Paylor. Maybe you should ask him why. And I'm very upset you didn't try my lemur. I'm not sure I can turn to Paylor after what I did to you. Of course you can. Why can't you? What do you mean why can't I? Why can why can't you? That was against everything Paylor stands for. Was it? Fighting for a friend? Life is mistakes. That wasn't I mean, a fight. That was you were already down. Do, do you know me? I, I I wrought 
great evil in in this in this grove. But that doesn't mean you can't be forgiven. It's at least worth trying and asking. I mean, we were trying to save all of Monumi. I don't see why you can't try to help now. I can try to help. I just don't know that I want to try with Paylor. Lord's going to walk up to him and put his hand on Servance's shoulder. I, I forgive you. I'm happy here. Servance probably cries a little bit. Lorik smiles. I just don't know what to do from here. I came looking for Guy. Where is Guy? I need to know where he's at. At this point. He's not here. Then where is he? He's, he can't be in the hills. He died. He should be here. Go back. Trust Paylor. I'm sure that it'll show itself when the time is right. Vance, after you say those words, you you hear something, something odd. It, it almost it, it almost sounds like it's coming from far away or in the back of your mind for a second. It sounds like a uh, first. It almost sounds like a drum, like a drum beat. Well, okay. Say, is it coming from like behind me? You say. It just kind of sounds like it's coming from far away. It's hard to pinpoint a direction. So I look around, I guess. You hear it again. Thump, thump. Do you hear that? No. What? What? What is it? Thump, thump. It sounds like a drum. It's getting louder. Now it sounds less like a drum. It's hard to pinpoint exactly what it is now. But it's coming on a rhythm. And it's louder. I probably need to go... You look up and you see the tree, and now the tree is, like, swaying. Something's off, Sir Vance. Uh, I, I, I need to go. It was good to see you. Some black liquid starts pouring out of the hole in the tree. What? You can see it, Lorik. Lorik draws his wand and steps back. It just starts flooding out like a geyser. And then there come these two great black claws out of it. It looks like we get to fight again. You see this form pushing its way out, clawing itself towards you. Two wings come out. Two more legs and a headless neck. Just don't betray me again. And I take the Hellburner blade and stab at the form that's coming out of the tree. I'll always be by your side. I want to like freaking fireball that thing. Vance is rushing toward it, drawing his sword, slashing it, going to bring it down on it, and as you do, you fall through a door of light and land on the floor. Vance. Sweating, breathing heavily, Ilumari Jin is standing there looking down at you. You have the Hellburner in your hand. And the moment you come through the door and land on the floor, you hear him screaming in your ears. Run, Vance! You can hear it like mid-voice as you come through the portal, almost like he was deafened before, but now you can hear him. Run? From what? What are you talking about? Oh, how do we... How do we get back, Vance? How do we... 
How do we get back? How did we get here? I don't know. I have been screaming at you for what feels like an hour. I couldn't hear anything. How did we get here? What do you mean, how did you get here? I opened a door for you. I told you not to stray far from it. But I didn't go back through any doors. Apparently you did. I told you things are strange on the other side. You can't exactly trust... I don't know, space... I thought there wasn't supposed to be any evil in the astral plane. Or maybe that was just my assumption. Well... There has certainly been evil in the astral plane before. Why? Because the dragon was there. The... The... The Forsaken was there. Uh... Dimvarga was there. I don't... I don't know what all of this is. But you're telling me that this... The, the headless chain creature... The one that is destroying all of the hells. It was in the astral plane. Yes. Is, is there nowhere that it cannot go? Apparently. How are we to survive? Uh, Vance, we need to find your friends. Well, thank you for opening the portal. But there's some business I must attend to, and I leave immediately. She kind of stands there looking shaken up for a minute, and you quickly exit the room. Misk and Saul, where did we last leave you guys? You guys were in the big, like, auditorium slash, uh, like, not auditorium, like, cafeteria, basically, or just the, where everyone is meeting and eating. Yeah. We were talking to the people. So, Vance, you take off back down the hallway. Saul, you and Misk are sitting there. Well, you just had your moment, right? Yeah, I gave him a speech. Yeah. Some people are avoiding the two of you now more than they were before. Others uh, are kind of giving you an eye, just kind of looking over, but no one's really moving in your direction all at once. What are the two of you doing as you're sitting there? Saul pulls out a cigar and lights it. Hmm, of course. Misk, this is not going to be easy. I say we start bringing them in one at a time. And maybe, just maybe, you could act like you're into your suitor. And we could pull some of his pull. It's one thing for me to act like it, but I don't think he'll go along with it. He doesn't seem very fond of me and obviously does not remember the deal. You think we could convince them to follow the Howler? I think when the Headless Dragon attacks us, they will fight. They'll have no choice. So really, I mean... We already told him about the Howler, and I think some of the people agreed, you know, but... We wait for it to attack. That sounds like a horrible idea. That means it has tactical advantage and gets to plan. No, I don't think we should wait for it. I'm saying that the people would... They're going to need something drastic to make them all believe in us, or to help us, not really believe in us. I don't know. Maybe we need to talk to Servance. By the time Servance comes walking into the open room out of the side hall, you see Saul and Misk over where they were before eating. Speaking of the devil, the only non-devil. Right <laughs> so I just come back in, and there's all these people, and they might be like low whispering and staring at those peoples. What peoples? Right? Yep. 
my peoples. Yeah, you see them. You see all this. You see all my. If people? he just walks on past us, I'm what gonna you, be mad. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I quickly walk over to them and ask, "What's going on? What? Why is everyone whispering?" And why do you look like you've seen a ghost? Because I have. What do you mean you've seen a ghost? Where have you been? We could have used you about five minutes ago. The hells? I've been on the astral plane. <laughs> you went to the astral plane, and you're back. Guy is not there, but Demvargo was there. What's Demvargo? I mean, my cloak. The headless black dragon. Wait, she's connected to. See, I'm, pretty sure he, I'm pretty sure he that. said that. Uh, did, he, did he not say anything I don't think he ever said Demvargo. Yeah, I think he was weird about it, too. I think you're right. Because yeah, I don't think the only thing... It. Vance, like in episode 24, when, when you guys landed and were like talking about what had happened, I, think, I don't think he just came out with all the information. No, I didn't. He just said he'd fought it before. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, go keep going. Well, Misk only knows about the cloak and what um, Hope, and Kill. Hope and Kill told her. Right. So you're telling me that the the headless dragon? Oh no, Demvarga. So she, Demvarga is the headless dragon. Saul's just yes. smoking so hard. But <laughs> I suppose it's not really Demvarga anymore. What did she say to you? Did did she? She say. has no head. She didn't say anything, and it's <laughs> not her anymore. It's just a body being a host. Doesn't really make sense for one of the dragons to try to destroy everything. I'm pretty sure Saul knows what it is. Okay, cool. The stone, you saw it, remember? He saw, yes, he did. He did see the stone. He we also saw the, the symbol of the crooked father on his father's head. And he also heard his father say, what was chained will be unleashed. Perfect. Then he is good. So things are moving quicker than we thought. Saul, we need to get a battle plan ready now. That means information. We need to know exactly where this thing sleeps, if it sleeps. If not, we find the best place to attack it and lure it there. So what do we do? Just leave the camp, not worry about them? Or try to get people to fight? We'll get them to fight, depending on what the information is. It might be that we lead it here, so they're forced to fight or flee. True. They do know that we're here, most likely. They probably just think, let's wait, and they'll just sink eventually. So we ask Marie what she knows, and then we go from there. She doesn't know anything. Someone here does. No one here knows anything. What do you suggest we do, Knight? I suggest we find it ourselves. Hmm. I don't know about that. Sounds like a death trap. Probably. Do what you will. He stands up and he's going to go find Marie. Okay. What's Misk going to do? So, Vance, I guess I'm going to stay with you since you just, you know, go to different planes whenever you want and do everything that you're not supposed to by yourself. Okay, so as she's starting to say all that, Saul stands up and goes to walk around the table, go looking for Mari. Suddenly there is a commotion in oh, the no. center of the room. Uh, it is a commotion in the uh, form of an explosion of flame. There is just this burst of bright orange 
flame in the middle of the room, just right in the air. Just like a central point ball of flame appears. Uh, it is churning. People start freaking out, flopping back out of the way. Uh, some of those from the burning circle kind of get a, a excited look on their face. And then after a moment, uh, something dumps out of it onto the ground, kind of falling, uh, sliding on the ground or on the stone floor. It's making and it makes all- a screeching sound. and you all see a figure slightly different but it is char his skin is a pale ashy gray though and he's got like these singe marks all over his robes his hair is actual fire and char what do you do it's still just a fringe it's just fringe yeah it's still just the ring it's the ring of fire he flops onto the floor what do you do <laughs> His voice has changed. Yeah. Gosh. No. Is it Louis Armstrong? <laughs> Devils all around, uh, elementals, Ganassi start drawing their weapons. They're coming. And I just take off. Take off running? <sighs> running. More like waddling, but yes. Toward what? Away. Misk, we should follow him. I mean, if we don't, they're going to kill him. There's a door uh, up ahead. Gigantic glass doors you can see out of. I go toward that. said, they're coming. Who are they, Char? The bad guys. The Forsaken. Mari, if you have battle stations, now's the time to use them. She's not in the room. The whole building shakes like it just got hit by something huge. Oh, my gosh. Where are we? The floor begins to tilt forward. We're sinking. Everyone with wings starts flying. You guys are now, uh, within moments, sliding toward those big glass doors. Whee! Saul's drawing weapons. You're all falling, slowly, sliding toward the glass doors. So are all the tables, various furniture around the room are all beginning to glide toward this glass opening. I jump on a table and ride it down. (laughs) Okay. uh, You you teen wolf your way down this, uh, on this table. Uh, Give me an an athletics check. Oh, he's being for real. That's a natural 20! Oh my gosh! Are you kidding? That's a great place. It really is. That's a great place to to use that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what is your hope? What do you hope to accomplish in this? <laughs> just looking cool? I not believe that just happened. He don't know. I'm just, I mean, it off. Uh, you just want to look cool? He don't even care what he does. He just wrote a nat 20, okay? He's doing uh, it on a, with care. one hand. Sir Vance is full of emotions right now. Like, he is. He, he just, he needs to do something. So you run and jump on a table? Yes. Boom. Okay. As, okay, now that you're on the table and you are, you know, surfing your way down toward the front, you can see that this, which I think Marie told you all, this is kind of like a, I don't know if she did or not. I don't know if I established what this place was. Mm. Did I? No. The sinking circle? Sinking circle. You said, I don't want to do a huge lore dump. This building you're in. Did she tell you at all what that is? No. As it's turning, Vance, you can now see what looks like something out in front of the building, which you've seen out the windows, you've seen the great, like, towering plants all around you, uh, and you've seen the swamp and the muck 
now as it's turning toward that muck and it seems the building is like shifting toward it you can see out in front of you this enormous creature it looks it almost looks like uh it looks like wind given flesh like it is white and gray and it looks like it's uh it's body is shifting and swirling like a tornado basically but it's more contained than a tornado uh, and it is covered in these black vines that have reached up out of the swamp around it. And there are also a few of those creatures that you guys fought back at the Burning Circle on top of it. Oh my gosh. What do the rest of you do? I'll lasso the tornado. Oh, okay. You can lasso the tornado. What does Saul do? Saul's sword catches on fire. Okay. And... I mean, we're falling, right? We're sliding. Sliding toward the front, yes. Um, Saul's going to try to not go flying out the door. Okay. Give me a check. Give me a acrobatics, athletics. How are you trying to do it? Grab my table. Probably the acrobatics. <laughs> Grab my table. Your table's you going to go through. <laughs> I guess I'm trying to get a column or a chandelier or a anything. Like. Okay swing away from flying out the doors or like land on the sill of the door instead of flying out the door. Give me me an acrobatics check. It's a 15 on the dice plus 6, 21. Alright, you grab something that looks stationary. Uh, Char. Yes. It's a letter. You're running toward the door. Uh, You suddenly notice that you're running really fast. And then you're having trouble keeping up with how fast you're running and you're partly falling. (laughs) What do you do? I cast Featherfall. Do you know Featherfall? Please tell me that you do. Okay. (laughs) What do you do? uh, Fall, though. I curl up into a ball like Sonic the Hedgehog. And just start spinning toward the glass? (laughs) Yes. You are falling toward the glass. I can do that now, right? (laughs) I guess. I don't know. Turn to a ball of fire. Great balls of fire. Uh, you don't have to do anything. I'm just giving you the opportunity to I do I take so. my mace and I try to use it like a break. So I kind of like slam it against the back of the ground. Oh, not the back of the ground, but you know. Oh, okay. okay. The ground. All right. It's, I mean, let's just call this a strength check. All right. My strength is... Yeah, that was a six. Your mace bounces off of the stone. It's very, very hard stone. And now you're just kind of sliding freely. Not like super fast. It's like you're falling, free-falling. You're just sliding quickly toward this glass. Misk. I jump on my mace and ride it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Misk, what are you doing? So as soon as we start tilting or whatever, I'm going to pull out my sword and like... I guess it's what kind of what uh, he was saying about his mace, but I'm going to try to stab it into the ground just to... Um, do you have anything other than just your rapier? Like, do you have any daggers or anything like that? <laughs> that would be hard to do with a rapier. A rapier is like this big one. Well, I was hoping in the anger moment I turn into Hulk Mist. Even then, a longsword <laughs> would still be tough. I'm well, just, do you have like a dagger? What are you expecting to do? I'm falling. Yeah, I got a dagger. Okay, maybe use a dagger. You can try okay. the same thing. That's fine. So I'm going to pull out my dagger. All right. My dagger. Dagger. So th- even though this is going to be a strength check as well. So I'll pull out my dagger and try to stab it in the ground and okay. stop myself from All right. Roll me. It's the... just going to be whatever you roll. 
You got a plus nothing. That's amazing. It's a 19, isn't it? Holy wow. butt. Holy butt. You stab your dagger like toward the stone. It doesn't actually pierce the stone. When you go to stab it, you like hook around this like carpet. You get tangled up in it. It's not like a regular carpet. It's like a it's like a drape more than a carpet. So you manage to, to stop yourself and you're kind of holding on to this thing. Uh, now the whole thing is moving. Like I said, a lot of people are shifting down toward it. There's a lot of people yelling things out. You all look around and see a few people just nope out of there. Nope. Like small groups of people like basically teleport out of there. That's amazing. Uh, not everyone, but some people. And they are gone. It's pure pandemonium. About that moment, Vance, your table collides with the glass. It does not shatter it and break it and you fly out into nothing. But when it hits, like right as you're kind of getting close to it, your table actually kind of comes free from the floor because the turn has now come almost a full 90 degrees. And it lands on one of the glass doors. Okay, so below us is what? Nothing? Like the sinking, the swamp water? Swamp. Yeah. Swamp. It's not just water. It's it's a it's like a gigantic marsh. Right. Parts of it look solid-ish. Other parts of it look less solid. There are plant structures kind of crisscrossed and coming out of it. Think like Dagobah, you know, sort of. Wait. So we're we were floating. Yes. Oh, how how, how far from the ground are we? You're pretty far. I would say probably fifty or sixty feet. So don't fall out of here. Well, like I said, part it's kind of mushy, watery, but yeah, falling could be bad. You also seem to be getting closer to it. So the, it, it's not like air out there? It's like mushy water? No, no, no. It's air. You're above it. Ah, yeah. Yeah, you guys were floating I got like you know. off of the marsh. And the glass has cracked. I jump off onto a wall. You are not near a wall. The wall would be the floor behind you. And it's just, at this point, it's straight up and down. Everyone's moving towards you. In fact, you look back and you see that Char is coming down to where you're at pretty quickly. Now at a decent clip. But I mean, the whole side of the building is a door, glass door? No, 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 no. But where you're at, you couldn't get there in a leap. I mean, how far can you jump? 30 feet. No. He can jump 30 feet. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. Try me. <laughs> Roll it. <laughs> okay, give me a flex check. <laughs> I mean, I can't really jump 30 feet. I know you like, can't. Give me an athletics check. All right. Wow. Uh-huh. It's a 14. Total? Yeah. Okay. You leap. The glass shatters. Oh, yeah. You do not land on a wall, but you do manage to get over to another panel of glass beside this one, you know, that's like separated by some sort of a stone beam or something and you land on that uh, and it cracks nice this is like a Jurassic Park's moment Char you are sliding pretty quickly at a decent little clip toward an opening that has now been shattered and you see Vance's table <laughs> tumbling out to the marsh below yeah I, I witness it <laughs> you can react you have a chance to react before you go firing out this hole can I preemptively cast restor- Lesser Restoration on myself? <laughs> you want to ready your action? <laughs> yeah. The moment that I'm dying, uh, could I? No. We'll see. So what? So I'm falling into swamp, right? 
It is, yes, you can see it now down there. You don't really know where you are, where you are. You just got here, but it's swamp, basically. And how far down is it? I know you already said that, but it I It was forgot. probably 50 or 60 feet when Vance said it. Now it seems like it's between 30 and 40 feet. So that's between 3 and 46. In theory. <laughs> In theory. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I am going to cast Dive. Okay. That's actually gonna- probably a really bad idea. You're going to try and dive? I think I'm going to try to grasp anything. Okay. Are there any more drapes? Uh, Just give me a... uh, We'll call this one acrobatics, I guess. Okay. Acrobatics. Char, the pudgy old man, is great at acrobatics. Or athletics. Athletics or acrobatics. Either one is fine. It's, It's a strength or dex. He is somewhat better at athletics. Okay. Oh... He got a 10. Oh. Total? <laughs> Total. Including his plus one. He rolled a nine. I'm going to say I'm gonna say with a 10 that you do grab something. Uh, it doesn't... But it's it loose. It, 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 it slows you down for a moment, but it tears loose, yes. You're continuing your descent, but it does slow you down for a second so you don't go firing out right away. So... What did you grab? What did you do? I'm not falling out the window. What did you do? I grabbed onto something stationary, like a column. Oh, okay. Yeah, you've grabbed something. You can see below mm-hmm. that uh, Char is still going down toward it. Vance is standing on glass that is broken. You now see this giant, what you immediately recognize as a giant elemental uh, from the Thundering Circle. Mm-hmm. And it is it is in combat with seemingly both some creature from below and these forsaken beasts Hmm. and oh also the whole place is going down am i trying to like escape or to fight it you're not really close enough to fight anything uh you're you're in the middle of of a bad situation what do you do i want to know where misc is and try to figure out the best way to escape you see Misk hanging onto a drape of some kind, some sort of a carpet, and it, she seems to be okay at the moment. Misk, you see Vance down there on a broken glass char moving down toward the hole, and uh, you can see that Saul is up above you hanging onto this thing. Other people are sliding toward the opening now. There are other, you know, devils that you see that are not winged. Uh, there are elementals and just all sorts of folk from all across the nine hills and they are tumbling toward where this glass has now broken free and not just there but all all down there and also the whole building is falling char go ahead and give me another check to try and save yourself what kind i just rolled the die it can be, uh, you know, like it was before, unless you have some other idea. Well, I'm thinking since this is potentially life or death, mm-hmm. survival. Right. Saul's going to use Mage Hand to try to, like, pull a curtain or a table or, a, I don't know, anything that's falling that's not going to hit the glass to try to give Char a hand. Okay, well, I'll say that if you're doing that to help, then Char can have advantage. Cool. Oh, that's even better. No, it's not. It's not, not better. better. <laughs> okay, what, what, what's your number? Uh, well, I rolled a 10, so if okay. I'm doing athletics again, it's plus one. So that's 11. That's an 11. Okay. 
If I had survival, that would be a plus six, but I don't think I could like eat a pine cone to help me or whatever survival does. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, the thing is, so you're falling. Other people are falling with you. In the sort of time that you were able to slow yourself down and all this is happening, you're all reacting basically in the middle of a, like, like a, like a, think like you're in the middle of a car accident. You know what I mean? It's that quick. Right. You all feel and hear the collision as whatever the bottom half of this building, this thing that you're in, this ship is, collides with the swampy, sinking pit beneath you. When that happens, you're all jarred loose and flung toward the bottom. But the whole thing sort of shifts and it's no longer pitching you out. Uh, you all just kind of flop around, crash around, and the whole building sort of pivots and rolls to the side. And then as you're all flying around, going crazy, I mean, people are just dislodged. People are landing on the walls. People are screaming. Uh, it is a thunderous roar coming from outside. And after a few moments, everything does sort of settle with a thud. And you all hear the sound of some strange creatures shrieking. I quit. And one of those headless, single-eyed, shadowy monsters steps in through the broken glass. And that's where we're going to end this episode. Oh. I quit. Oh. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I quit. This has been D D with us. Make believe dead heroes. Servants never dies. <laughs> Stay tuned next time for the exciting episode when Servants totally dies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, perfect. Uh, thank you for listening. Hey, I just want you guys to know we love you. Seriously, though, I mean, we, you know, we we're, we're having a lot of fun playing D and D. And by we, I mean I'm, me. not. I'm having a lot of fun uh, playing D and D. Come on, you guys are having fun. I'm right? having a great time. You guys having? Are you guys having fun? I'm crying, I'm, but I'm, I'm okay. not enjoying myself. I'm crying There's on the inside. Tears. I'm a little. Ang- I'm a little angry. I just want to say thanks to all of our listeners who are sticking around. We love you. We love you. You're amazing. To our patrons. Uh, y'all are amazing. Who not only support us with your money, but also just like with your love. talk to us all the time. Uh, one of our patrons was revealing her notes from the most recent episode earlier on Patreon or yeah. on Discord, and I was like, "Yeah, uh, this is oh, insane." Oh yeah, that that, like, that was Joe. That pe- yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Joe Mama. Uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> You know, genuinely, like, it's, it's just kind of mind-blowing that people care that much about, like, us playing D&D. You know very, what I'm saying? Very humbling. Um, so thank you. Thank you for being awesome. And you're welcome. And, thank you uh, for being a friend. I did want to give a quick shout-out <gasps> to one of our patrons, because we didn't do that at the top of the show, and uh, we don't want to miss out on that chance. So a uh, quick shout-out to one of, one of our newest patrons. Uh, Who is it? It is Abby Harmon. Whoa. We shouting out to Abby. What up? Also known as uh, Abby. Abimination. Abimination. It's really hard to say. It's obviously abimination because obviously it's abomination. Get it? 
Get exactly. it. Exactly. Get it, Abby. That's what I, no, did. We get I just it. said. No, we get it. I yes. just said it. Uh, thank you so much, Abby, for becoming a patron. We are looking forward to playing Dungeons & Dragons with you very yeah. soon because Abby was one of our champion whoa, patrons. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, stay tuned for more on that and also stay tuned for more on everyone dying in the sinking circle oh just, my God. just remember except Sarantz. when it, it comes to the sinking circle it is called it is called the uh, the kingdom of loss for a reason it's because everything sinks mm. mm-hmm. goodbye bye we love you bye bye bye